4: welcome to today's edition of the clay travis and buck Sexton show podcast
3: second hour clay and buck kicks off now thanks for being here everybody we addressed in the last hour the michigan results for the primary to get deeper into that we'll have tudor dixon joining us later on the program you all know her from well running for governor in michigan but also from the tudor dixon podcast which is on the clay and buck network those of you listening on radio all across this great land of ours, please make sure you are also subscribers to the Clay and Buck Podcast Network. You can download the iHeartRadio app for free. I have it on my phone. Clay has it on his. We use the app all the time. You can listen on demand or stream the sh- this show live, Stream the uh, or listen to the podcast on demand, including the podcast of this show. Tudor Dixon will be there, but we'll talk to her about Michigan. We also had done some follow-up reporting here on the murder of lakin riley at the university of georgia and had begun to get into a disastrous press conference put on by kelly gertz the mayor of athens georgia uh he first started to give a lecture as if he somehow is a an expert on immigration and crime illegal immigration mind you and crime uh, which felt very tone deaf under the circumstances. People are upset, understandably so. By way of quick review, this was an illegal who gamed our system to come into the country, broke our laws, then broke our laws again, endangered a child under 17 years of age, was arrested in New York City, and was released quickly so that Immigration and Custom, and, uh, Custom Enforcement could not deport him, because they're trying to play this game of hide-and-seek where our own law enforcement and sanctuary jurisdictions is helping to hide illegals from the law enforcement of the federal government. Imagine if we're doing this with other laws for a moment and what outrage there would be. But back to the mayor of Athens, Georgia, Kelly Gertz. He gets into this. Uh, he starts talking about sanctuary city status. And there are protesters, hecklers in this press conference. This is cut two. Play it. We know many many of the elements. Many of the elements. Liar. The elements, liar. Liar. We, liar. 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 We, liar. Liar. We are here to listen.
0: Liar. You're a liar. We are here to listen. Liar. You're There'll a be time liar. For questions. You are guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that
3: are ascribed to sanctuary cities. We know what sanctuary are things that are disallowed by Georgia law. Every sanctuary city, every sanctuary city should be ashamed of what it does, actually, but they're not. Clay, it gets it gets worse, though, for the mayor. He then decides to jump in with. Well, let's all remember, Trump was really mean to illegal immigrants as if that has anything to do with anything. And then the then the audience at this press conference gets really upset this is cut three 2019 was not that long ago you might remember the dynamic we were living in in the late teens in this country where you had the president
0: of the united states speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign born
3: and you had that notion metastasizing in places like charlottesville
0: when i was younger i was a criminal and you know what i thought about doing Crossing the border to Mexico to get away from my crimes. Son, I'm going to ask you to, to leave. Jesus Christ, He saved me, and I no longer live that lawless life, I'm, which you
1: do.
3: They're not happy in that uh, press conference in the audience there, Clay. A lot of politicians are not very smart.
4: To decide that you're going to have a press conference. In the wake of a highly emotional murder of a college-age student, a recent University of Georgia graduate who now is giving her life over to become a nurse, brutally murdered based on your decision. He was the mayor at the time that Athens officially announced that it was a sanctuary city and encouraged as many illegals as they could have come to Athens as possible to not take responsibility for that. I don't know how a lot of these politicians get out of bed and look at themselves in the morning. Because it's one thing if you're a difference opinion on what should the corporate tax rate be, what do we think about uh, about issues of Uh, property taxes, there are lots of things where you and me, we can sit around and we can agree or disagree on budget-related issues. But allowing 8 million illegals to pour into the country and having a story like Lake and Riley in every state and every major city in America right now, every single one of them has someone like Lake and Riley who is dead because an illegal killed them in cold blood via murder or because they were driving drunk and people say, well, they could still have gotten killed. That's true. I wish we had a zero murder rate. I wish no American citizens committed murders. But that happens and we try to hold people accountable when they do it. The difference is American citizens should be here and we have to deal sometimes with the criminal behavior of actual American citizens. What should never happen is no illegal citizen, no illegal uh, alien should be murdering anyone in this country. And for him to stand up there, Buck, and try to lecture us on immigration policy and say that Donald Trump was uh, was not good for what he said about immigrants in 2019 is so tone deaf. I, I, I mean, it, Don, it is, Donald and, and Trump to try has to a habit. Charlottesville,
3: yeah, as Donald well? Trump has a has a habit of marrying foreign-born individuals, just to start with. So the notion that he's some xenophobe, I don't know. He seems to think foreigners are just fine. Yeah. Um, and and beyond that, why bring that? What does that have to do with anything in this press conference? I mean, that's the much more important. It's, point. it's just trying to blame it's shift, right? I mean, that's right. the goal clearly. I mean, wh- why why are all these places? Uh, Sanctuary jurisdictions because they are trying To subvert federal immigration law that's it They don't want to use their Resources to be helpful And in fact they will use their resources to Be unhelpful when it comes To federal immigration law and I am sorry but the government does not Get to say people can be here Illegally and commit crimes and Not be subject to deportation but If you don't pay your taxes You go to prison Because we say so because we say so doesn't work if you're going to pick and choose the laws. The law either counts or it doesn't, and and that's why I think people just get so fed up with this. And especially when they see Democrats and the left wing media, they always have their first response when they find, first of all, their first response when an illegal commits a, a, a heinous crime is to hide the fact that the individual is an illegal. They do that. They don't want people to know. They feel very justified. And oh, we we don't know. And you don't you don't don't say what their status is. You can't know. And then the next step when it finally comes out, because usually someone in the right wing media does the research and figures it out, then it's always some position of sympathy, all oh, this person comes from a, a very rough circumstance though, and don't don't blame all the other immigrants about this. It very much reminds me of whenever there used to be a jihadist terror attack, the first response of the Democrat media was the real uh the real threat here is Islamophobia. Yeah, it's like well, I don't know. The real threat might be the ten people that just got murdered by some, you know, Islamo fascist maniac. I think that's the real threat. But uh, you know, at NBC and the New York Times, etc., it's always the real threat is Islamo fascism. And every time some young girl gets murdered by an illegal immigrant gang member or whatever, you know, raped and murdered, or you know, attacked or killed in a drunk driving accident, the, the media is oh, first and foremost, let's remember we're a nation of immigrants here. It's like well, are we a nation of illegal immigrants? Because if we are, we're not a nation anymore.
4: Also, they try to say, well, statistically, immigrants don't compete don't uh, commit crimes at the same level that exists in the United States. And my response on that is one, let's actually have a discussion about whether that's true because I think the data would be that men, 15 to 40 commit illegal immigrants, actually far higher rates of crime than many different groups do out there. For instance, illegal immigrants, I guarantee you, commit higher rates of crime than the average Asian person does in the United States who is a citizen, right? You don't want to cite high crime rates and then excuse illegal immigrants because their crime rate, while still also high, isn't quite as high as other groups might be. But even if that is true, the difference is it should be zero, right? There should be a crime rate of illegal immigrants preying upon American citizens. If our country was doing its job to protect the sanctity of our borders and the safety of our citizens, it should be zero. So saying, well, they commit violent crime at lower rates than general populations. I don't care about that argument because the argument should be There should be a 0% crime rate from illegal immigrants because we shouldn't allow them to come here and commit crimes at all. And building on that, Buck, and this is important, the sanctuary cities actually encourage, in some ways, the commission of crimes because they won't even hold criminals to allow immigration to arrive. They put them back on the streets before ICE could even do anything about it, which, to me is a direct attack upon American law. How in the world can you put people back out on the streets before we even allow customs and immigration to know that they committed a crime in the first place? That seems like straightforward, a direct attack upon the American criminal justice system.
3: And and the, all these people who are always lobbying in favor of, of illegals all across the country, they should be forced to answer the question. And this goes for most if not you know really almost all elected democrats some of them will pretend to care about this in public but behind closed doors they'll go along with whatever amnesty bill and whatever sham border security bill they want to put forward if it, if there's no reason to enforce the law against illegals who are who are in the country or who are coming into the country why not just have an open border This is the part of it that they never have an answer for. They say, oh, no, we're not open borders. Did you see recently, I think it was the Associated Press, did some analysis. Maybe it was Reuters, whatever, same communist claptrap. They did some analysis, though, and it was, people say the border's open. That's not true. It's the most militarized it's ever been. What does that even mean? It just means that there are more people processing the illegals who are being let into the country than ever before more militarized they're not opening fire on anybody they're literally handing out sandwiches and bottles of water and saying here's your notice to appear see you in six years and maybe putting them on a bus or a plane and sending them to a u.s city that they want to go to that's what the militarized border is right they're just lying to people it's absurd and But I, I keep coming back to this. They always say, oh, but we're, you know, come on, stop. Like, the, the, the immigrants that are here illegally, we should let them stay. They'll do the jobs Americans want to, all this stuff. Well, then why aren't they open borders? If there's no downside to as many illegals coming here as they want, as, as want to come here, there's no reason why Democrats should agree with us that the border should be closed down and we should have fewer people coming in. They won't admit that there is a downside, but they pretend that they want the same policy. It's because they're lying.
4: I I agree with all that. And we should take some calls, by the way, because I think that press conference with the Athens mayor, it's already going mega viral. But I think it is indicative of what you're going to hear going forward, because there's going to be, sadly, a Lake and Riley story every couple of weeks. As long as you can imagine into the future, because I mean, sadly, she's not an aberration. She's not an outlier. There are a lot of people. Here's another one.
3: Illegal El Salvadoran migrant accused of killing two year old Maryland boy after being released twice from jail, following repeated theft charges and an order to leave the country. That's just from the Daily Mail. And that is from the last 24 hours. That's another story. Yes. So you got a legal it's migrant everywhere. who's committing crimes, just allegedly murdered a two year old, and they should have deported him and they didn't. How do, how does Joe Biden and the Democrats in Congress, how do they explain that to that, that little boy's family? How do they explain that one? Well, they don't, right? Cause they don't want to, cause they, they don't want any accountability for any of this. We'll take your calls on this, 800-282-2882. You know, Liberty Safe has always protected your guns and valuables from fire and theft but they also protect your privacy with an industry-leading set of privacy protections. In recent months, they've further increased those protections. Electronic safe locks from most manufacturers have a code to allow access if you're locked out, but Liberty Safe makes it easy to change or disable that code anytime. Your safe is your business, and Liberty Safe will help you keep it that way. Shop online at libertysafe.com radio for a customized, fortress-strong Liberty Safe with one-of-a-kind locking bars and best-in-class fire protection. I've got my own Liberty Safe at home. It's not some clunky eyesore either. They come in different colors and sizes. You can get one that fits in your space, serves all your needs, and looks great. That's what I have. Liberty Safes are also made in America by Americans. Use the promo code RADIO for an extra 10% discount. You'll get a free $60 value locking pistol vault as well with your Liberty Safe purchase, but that's only for this audience. The website to go to, libertysafe.com slash Radio.
1: Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited
2: inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2 of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
3: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.
4: We're going to be joined by Tudor Dixon at the top of the next hour, ran for governor of Michigan. She's going to help break down all of the data that came out of the Republican and Democrat primaries. We'll circle back around and talk about that some as well with her. Also want to make sure we don't fail to acknowledge this. Uh, Hunter Biden is doing his deposition today with the uh, with the House committee that is looking into um, everything that is surrounding the Biden crime family. So the details of that deposition will be coming out, I think, in the near future. I'm sure that Hunter Biden there continue to argue now that Joe Biden had nothing to do with the tens of millions that Hunter and other members of the family were uh, making. Bill in Wisconsin, you have a question. As we were just discussing the Athens, Georgia mayor trying to change the story from the fact that an illegal immigrant murdered an innocent girl uh, in his town, you want to know about liability. It's a good question. It's one that we're getting a lot. Fire away.
0: Yes, actually, it's Bob in Wisconsin. My question is, could the mayor that released the illegal immigrant be criminally liable for access to a murder under federal statutes because it's a racially motivated crime because it's a Hispanic on a white person so could the could the mayor actually be criminally liable as an accessory and can the city be financially liable because they broke federal law by releasing an illegal it's a,
4: okay so let me start this is a really interesting question the second one the family filing a lawsuit against Athens. Yeah, well,
3: that, that's that's civil, and that's just can you convince a jury, and that's and also the first the one. Challenge, there's, no, there's no chance. There's no chance. There's no the first chance. One. Zero.
4: Second one, it, the challenge, Buck, is a lot of cities and states have tort immunity, so they can't be held substantially liable for uh, negligent-ish acts, actions, just FYI. But if I were a father of this girl, Lake and Riley, or any number of other illegal uh immigrant victims in this country i would want to do everything i could to file lawsuits and bring attention to the situation that occurred that allowed that murder to actually take place so the first one no there's no chance of that second one i would file every lawsuit i could if i were the dad of this little uh this girl who was killed Uh, born from the tragedy of 9-11 the tunnel the towers foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget since then it's been committed to supporting america's heroes and their families heroes like u.s army specialist michael hook who lost his life in iraq while fighting to protect our freedoms at home he enlisted in the military after graduating high school had a whole future ahead of him michael left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son he would never meet thanks to the generosity of friends like you tunnel the towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability the foundation helps gold star fallen first responder families as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans you can join buck and myself at tunnel the towers by donating 11 dollars a month to tunnel the towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t dot org
3: This just breaking now. Donald Trump is offering the court in New York a hundred million dollar bond as uh, a an offering, if you will, to pause a four hundred and fifty four million dollar judgment. Let's get into this for a second. What what's going on? As you recall, there are uh, there is the Judgment from the E. Jean Carroll defamation case in the 80 million range. And then there's the uh, Trump Corporation asset inflation case, which is 340 million or 50 million, something like that, right? I yeah. mean, this is in the 300s of millions of dollars. I think it was 340. Um, and so there's this total outstanding $454 million judgment. Donald Trump offered the new york court of appeals today this again has just broken last few minutes a hundred million dollars now uh clay and i were talking about this in our uh, commercial break there for a moment Uh, we both agree two things and but there's more and clay you can take us through the what's next and what do you think happens but this tells us two things one Trump does not have the four hundred and fifty million on hand. Obviously that's why he's making an offer of a you don't offer the court a hundred million unless you're saying, look, this is all I got. Right. So he liquid. That doesn't mean he's not worth billion. It just means, as we've discussed, he doesn't have eight hundred million dollars sitting in a Chase account or a Bank of America account. Yeah. billionaires don't do that really, or at least not that I'm aware of. I'm not one, so I'd have to ask some, but um and then so he doesn't have more than this on hand. And then the other thing is and this is a judgment, but we both agree court's not going to accept this. So now no. what happens? Okay.
4: So what I believe is likely happening here, and this is and I don't have this is not somebody filling me in on Donald Trump's financial situation, but this squares with what I've been telling you guys and what Buck and I have been discussing for some time. Even billionaires don't have four hundred million dollars sitting around in cash. That's not the way billionaires roll. Uh especially not billionaires with large real estate portfolios, usually what happens is a billionaire will have a line of credit to live on and they don't have hundreds of millions of dollars sitting in the bank accounts. The Scrooge McDuck idea where you have just a big vault of gold coins would not be an efficient way to grow your wealth. What I think is happening here, Buck, is Trump might well have $100 million in cash that he can cobble together. That would not be a crazy amount for someone who's worth 3 or $4 billion, maybe more. Who knows exactly what they're worth? Uh In your own mind, take it outside of billions. Let's say you're worth $100,000. How many of you out there that are worth $100,000 might have 3 or $4,000 in your checking account at any given time? That's kind of... The, the, the same scenario that I would put into play here truth social though Buck this is where I think this timing is coming in truth social is set to officially go public I believe at the end of March and staff you guys can look this up and confirm that I'm right about this within the next month or so Donald Trump's stake in truth social based on the valuation of the SPAC that is connected to it is around $4 billion. That is billion with a B. It is actually very common for super wealthy people with substantial stakes in companies to borrow money based on the valuation of that stake. I think Trump offering $100 million is designed to buy time until Truth Social goes public And Trump, with $4 billion in assets there, can go to a bank and say, hey, the stock price is X, I have Y number of shares, will you give me a line of credit of a $1 billion or $600 million or whatever dollar figure he wants, which he can then use to put a bond down on these cases. But make no mistake about it, this is designed to financially cripple Donald Trump. What they are trying to do to him is put him in prison for the rest of his life and bankrupt him. And this is the game plan. He's not wrong when he lays all this out, regardless of what your politics are, regardless if you're a diehard Nikki Haley person right now. They are going after Donald Trump with every financial lever they have and every criminal lever they have because of his politics. And the one thing I bet if Trump could go back in time, I bet he wishes that he had moved his assets out of New York. And if you're out there right now and you're saying, I'm not a billionaire, but you're trying to build wealth for your family, this is why I say, get out of blue cities, get out of blue states. The combination is toxic. I think I will not have assets. I'm keeping my assets in
3: Tennessee. You're keeping yours in Florida. Uh, The, the reality here is that trump is uh going to lose this request for the hundred million uh to be enough and then even if this one judge were to say it's enough then the full um uh, the full court of appeals panel of judges would have to hear it and agree and that will not happen right so even if he won this round he would lose the second round these are all democrat judges appointed by democrats i mean this is like Just think of it like Jack Smith in judge's robes. That's what he's going up against in New York. And so I do think there's a very real possibility here that you're going to see the beginnings of what Letitia James has been threatening all along, uh, which is the beginning of uh, asset forfeiture or asset seizure, where she's going to start saying, all right, we're going to start filing the paperwork. Uh, You know, Trump Tower is now going to be owned by the state of New York. This is probably coming soon. This is probably where this is going. And understand, even if Trump were able to get someone, let's just say a, a billionaire came along. Let's just say Clay decided to write the full check for the $453 million, <laughs> you know? His, his picks lately have been so good in the sports world that he's been holding out on us, and he can just write a $453 million check to bail Trump out. That's just putting it up as collateral to go in front of an appeals court in New York and have them rule and they're going to rule against him so one way or another he's out 453 million dollars or someone's going to be or they're going to start seizing his building as uh, buildings and a combination thereof and i mean what they're doing to him i don't I, know I this is so third world dictator nonsense from the biden uh and democrat perspective i know this is state not you know federal but it's all it's all tied in together there have been meetings with the white house the Democrat Party is pushing for all this stuff. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy what they're doing to him. While the criminal stuff is working in the
4: background, too. And again, I think this is about buying time based on the value of truth social. Trump would have, based on the price today. And by the way, let me click and see what the current price of the stock. And this gets into a little bit of a complicated thing, but they are trying to... Um, effectively create a new public company, a company called Digital World Acquisition Corp., which you can buy stock in right now, and as I'm looking, is trading at $44.85 a share. They are merging that with Truth Truth Social, which is Trump's company. And Trump's stake in that new company, which is supposed to be merged and become a public viable entity, which you or me or anybody else could buy stock in, is supposed to happen at the end of March. And most rich people, and this is, for instance, how Elon Musk bought Twitter to a certain extent, you are allowed to borrow money based on your stock valuation holdings without having to actually sell that stock because you don't want to pay uh, taxes on it. So let's say you were a billionaire. A lot of times billionaires are tied up in the individual stock class of a company, which is how they got their money. But if you sold that stock, you'd have to pay capital gains tax. You would owe a substantial amount of tax liability. And so Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, some big investment bank will give you a line of credit based on the valuation of your stock. I think that's how he's going to pay this, uh, pay this uh, appeal. Buck is, again, his stake in this truth social is potentially worth right now on the open stock market around $4 billion. And so he could take a tenth of that valuation, get a loan, and pay it off. And that's less suspect than real estate because stock valuations are predicated every single day. Does that make sense? Is that super complicated? Yeah, I or? mean, I,
3: I love your optimism that this is all going to go and he'll have the money and he'll be able to. I mean, maybe, maybe.
4: It, if the true happen. social thing happens, it's supposed to go public at the end of March. Then he would have a big valuation. And this is how it, I right. do think but it's he, important. He, this he is had how most...
3: insider shares. He'd probably have a lockup. He'd probably have to get someone to buy those shares. What are those shares worth in the it market? Would a, if it would lockup. be a
4: loan. It would be a loan just right. based on the value of the open market. play.
3: Who's going to give him that loan? It's like the surety bond. Who wants to get? In the, I think the that's teeth complicated on here.
4: real estate, but at least there is a tangible valuation of a stock. So you can look at it every day and know exactly what his stake is worth. Unlike, let's say, Trump Tower, which is constantly fluctuating in value, depending on who the buyer is, what the interest rates are, all these different complicating factors. A stock price, in theory, you can plug it in and know the exact valuation of a stake every minute of every day. Which it makes it a little bit more reliable. Now, to your point, this is what I said on the real estate. Do you want to get involved with Trump? That's the challenge he's got because then they're going to go through your books and try to bring you into the mix.
3: And we're getting, we're getting, uh, there's a few steps here. We're getting way down deep into the nitty gritty of True Social and the SPAC or whatever it is they're planning on doing to go public. Um, You would have shares in a lockup. What are shares in a lockup for a year worth? And who wants to give value against those shares? You can, you know, are, are they, is that, is truth social going to be worth in a year? Uh, I don't know. It depends. Does Donald Trump win the election? Well, that's play? Where you, and
4: that's where you could get hit with a margin call, right? Yeah.
3: This is where things, you know, you're talking about a lot of uncertainty with billions of dollars at stake. I mean, like I said, Clay, just, just save the man. You know, just step in. Just do it. <laughs> you know, you've been, your, your gambling picks have been excellent. Just make it happen. All right. Here we go. Um, we'll take some of your calls 800-282-282. The work going on at the Preborn Network of Clinics is amazing. It's difficult, and it can be heartbreaking on some days, but it can be very joyous on others. Their clinics are located where abortion rates are highest. Preborn's mission is to save the lives of unborn babies, and they do that by welcoming pregnant mothers and providing them with support and an ultrasound experience. When a mother hears her baby's heartbeat on an ultrasound, most of the time it's a game changer, and she will choose life. That profound moment is also supported by a loving and compassionate team at the Preborn Network of Clinics. Every day, Preborn not only rescues 200 babies, they rescue the moms who are struggling with this decision. It can be two lives saved in the process. Preborn has been on this tireless mission for 18 years, and the stakes have never been higher. They accomplish all this without a dime of federal or government funding. They rely entirely on donations from individuals like you who believe in life instead of abortion. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn.
2: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2 of the award-winning film podcast, and this time to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Listen to
1: Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And
0: me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We're
4: going to be joined by our friend Tudor Dixon, Clay and Buck Podcast Network, at the top of the next hour, here in about uh, a little bit over 10 minutes from now, to talk about the Michigan primary results. What That's if any hour. lessons can be taken from that? Uh, in the meantime, though, I also want to remind you that Hunter Biden is giving his closed door deposition relating to the Biden crime family today. And, uh, we've had a lot of breaking news. Mitch McConnell announcing he's going to step down at the, uh, at the end of 2024. Senate minority leader, he, majority leader, is going to be out for the Republicans. We'll see who wins up in control of the Senate. But also, they are continuing to argue that there's nothing that the Biden crime family has done wrong. This is Representative Dan Goldman, who is probably, would you say, Buck, maybe the most vociferous defender of the Biden crime family on the Democrat side of the aisle now at this point?
3: Yes, and probably the biggest hater of, of Trump in Congress right now as it pertains to using the law as a weapon. Wasn't he the, uh, the big mouthpiece during the second impeachment, if memory serves? He was making the case was he one of them i forget what was he or was he it, i he was i think um, he's a
4: levi's heir, super wealthy my understanding and he has just gone all in adam schiff is running for the senate so he's focused a little bit more of late adam schiff has been on what needs to be done to win that california senate race yes and I, 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 by the way he served over. as the
3: lead counsel in the first imp- sorry first impeachment of former president donald trump So, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So he he was the the guy making the case to impeach Trump over Russia, over, uh, not, sorry, over the Ukraine. It is tough to keep it all straight, everyone. Over the Ukraine phone call. Perfect phone call, 100%, nothing wrong.
4: Here he is talking. There's nothing to this Hunter Biden situation, guys. You're all making it up. Here he is explaining.
3: That first hour of this much-anticipated testimony was the nail in the coffin to what is a complete bogus and sham impeachment inquiry hunter biden gave very detailed and clear explanations as to what his arms-length business transactions were with private parties in foreign countries who are investors and business people so it is not simply there's no connection to the president, which we've known all along and which was made clear again. But there is a very understandable, coherent business explanation for
4: every single thing that they asked for. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, wait, is, I mean to even make this argument is so laughably absurd. Hunter Biden was a crack fiend getting paid millions of dollars for his business expertise. I mean, Hold this on. is laughably absurd.
3: You don't know. Perhaps Hunter... In between the smoking of the crack and the dancing and the tidy whities with the prostitutes was studying up on Eastern European former Soviet natural gas and energy markets. You don't so. know. Let's not just skip. You know. Let's give the man his due. Perhaps he was in between puffs of smoke reading some uh, some books on. Uh, on uh, Ukrainian-Russian political intricacies. No, obviously they're paying this guy for access to daddy and the whole thing was a scam. And it's amazing that this guy, Goldman, with a straight face can make you know, oh, there's are private parties. Ugh. Yeah, private... There's a lot of things you say about private parties. Someone could give you a bag full of fentanyl illegally and you could pay the money. That's a transaction between private parties, too. It means nothing. It would be
4: fascinating to know... How many crackheads made $20 million from their business partners during the era of Hunter Biden?
3: no product. I know. That's That's what I'm saying. They don't even know. There wasn't even a business. They just put money in a bank account for him. I mean, look, that's the kind of business I would like to be in. Yeah. Someone just says, hey, Buck, I just want to give you a bunch of money. Why? We'll figure that out later. I do think the biggest reason why this all happened,
4: and it's not discussed a lot but i think you can read the tea leaves joe biden thought his political career was over when barack obama set him down and said i'm going with hillary in 2016 biden was old he recognized he thought hillary was going to win and then she would run again and he would go off and and be done and so that's when they really turned on the money spigot they were like we got to make as much money as we possibly can right now I legitimately think they never thought this would be an issue because they believed his political career was over. That's how all this ended up happening. That was the impetus.
2: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
3: He has the smarts.